Hello, everyone. Welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host. And today, I'm joined with Megan, currently a pharmacist completing a postdoctoral fellowship in oncology global medical affairs. And yeah, go ahead and please tell us some more about who you are and what you do. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So um, as she had introduced myself, I am Megan. I am currently a pharmacist completing a two-year postdoctoral fellowship. I'm um, working in oncology, and so that's an area I've always been passionate um, about and excited to be finally working in that area. Um, I graduated from the University of Kentucky College of Pharmacy and recently relocated to New Jersey for my fellowship. Um, I'm just very passionate about always mentoring other people um, based on my own experiences, um, whether that's professionally or personally, but I always love giving back to others um, about my experiences as well. Great. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. So, Yes, this episode will just kind of be diving more into your personal story and your own experiences with especially battling some mental health and or health struggles. And I know, for example, you've had an experience with an eating disorder, and it really isn't a topic that a lot of people know a lot about. So um, I'm just going to kind of hand you the mic and let you talk about your experience with that as a whole, kind of what led up to it and your journey to recovery and just anything else that you'd like to mention about it. Yeah, absolutely. And as you mentioned, it is something that a lot of people are not educated or aware of. So I think it is really important to shed light on it. Um, And I'm very happy to share my experience. So I battled with my eating disorder for probably over five years of my life. And it started during my time in high school. And it really kind of started, I'd gone through a bad breakup with a boyfriend and wanted to start dieting after that to make myself feel better. And that kind of spiraled um, after starting to lose weight, just kept wanting to lose more weight. But what ultimately really like spiraled into my full-blown eating disorder was losing both of my grandparents. So they um, were probably two of the closest people in my family. And um, I had lost both of them within six months. Going through that and losing a loved one was completely out of my control. But something that was in my control was what I ate and my weight. So that's when I really turned to an eating disorder as my coping mechanism through losing like my grandparents and going through a breakup and everything. So at first... um, obviously in denial about it, did not think I had an eating disorder. So I struggled with anorexia. Um, I would work out excessively, like lots of cardio, count calories, like all about numbers um, Mm -hmm. and all about control. And I also kind of dealt with anxiety, which goes hand in hand with an eating disorder because you have anxiety around eating um, and anxiety about your weight and everything. So it kind of, both of them just made each other worst Uh, but it probably was over a year into it when I feel like people started noticing I had lost a significant amount of weight so um, finally my parents kind of came to me and addressed um, my struggle to me 
and said I needed to see help. So I started seeing um, an outpatient therapist. And if it wasn't for her, I really wouldn't be where I am today. Um, And I met with her and it really kind of started the journey to recovery for me. Um, It was a very long journey. It's not something that happens overnight and it's not um, really just like a switch. It's not like you just eat and you're better. There's definitely times of relapse and Mm -hmm. it really takes quite some time um, to overcome. But I do tell everyone that recovery is possible um, because today I am fully recovered and probably have been for over three years now, um, have like no thoughts, no habits, um, nothing left of the eating disorder in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I'm so thankful for you sharing that story with us. And I think that, um, you know, it's really easy to kind of get these mental health struggles. And a lot of people don't really talk about the different ways that you can get it. And like you said, you didn't even know that you had been struggling with it until somebody kind of brought it up to you. So I think it's really great to kind of shed light on that topic. Um, And you've talked a little bit about your journey to recovery. And I know that it can kind of be different for everyone depending on their own experiences. So what would you say that experience was like for you? Do you think that um, it was more of a struggle or it was more of kind of one of those easier recovery experiences? Yeah, I would definitely say it was definitely very challenging. It requires a lot of work and a lot of support. Um, I am lucky that I have been able to recover because a lot of people I know still deal with it throughout their life. It just gets better. Um, But it's not anything that you can do on your own um, and you shouldn't have to do it on your own. It is a mental illness. You don't choose to have an eating disorder no one chooses it. Um, it just happens. And so if someone's like struggling with cancer, you don't expect them to just go through their treatments and everything on their own. You're going to be with them and support them. And it's the same with an eating disorder. You need that support. Um, so definitely just having family. And then once I was comfortable enough to talk like openly about my eating disorder with friends, that definitely helped because the more you talk about it, the stronger you get and um, the more kind of easy easy it is to overcome it and um, start like building tools that help you um, overcome the thoughts or habits that you have around it. So it's definitely um, not something that I think most people can do on their own, um, mm-hmm. but with having support from family and friends, going to um, a therapist, joining um, groups of to talk with people that are dealing with similar struggles, reading self-help books. Those are all some of the tools that I use to help with my recovery. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think that it's really true what you said. I think that you know, having a support group with you to kind of help you through any type of process of recovery in general or any type of challenge is really, really important. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Um, But yeah, I think that going through an experience. 
be pretty life. Um, so how would you say that you specifically grew and learned from that experience as a whole? Yeah, absolutely. I think it made me, um, just such a stronger person overall. And I wouldn't be like where I was am today if I hadn't gone through my eating disorder and my recovery. Um, I mean, it's a terrible thing and I don't wish it on anyone, but I also am kind of thankful for the experience because it's given me um, a different strength and a different way to relate to others and potentially help them um, overcome eating disorders as well. So I know it's like happened for a reason in my life. I do feel like I, so I still struggle with anxiety just over other things, um, but it does give me more tools to kind of um, manage my anxiety, just going through, um, the therapy I did for my eating disorder. And it just gives you a different perspective. Anyone with a mental illness, um, that they're struggling with because I have gone through that myself. Um, and it just really, I wouldn't be as healthy physically and mentally as I am to have gotten um, my degree in pharmacy school if I hadn't gone through it. Um, It definitely tries to take your life away from you. So being able to say I've recovered just um, really gives me my life back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And as someone who has gone through this entire experience as a whole, Um, have you learned anything new about kind of the subject? Because I know that when you go through something like this, um, it definitely, like you said, changes your perspective on things and especially teaches you a lot more about what you're going through. And so would you say that there are any common misconceptions about eating disorders or any important information related to it that just often really isn't talked about enough? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say probably the number one misconception is that the eating disorder is about food, Um, but it's really not food. Most people that struggle with an eating disorder, it's caused from like an underlying issue. And food is just the one like coping mechanism that like people can control. So it's really more about the emotions and the feelings. So if you are struggling with habits of like an eating disorder, then it's important to talk about your emotions and your feelings that, and recognize what really could be causing it. Cause I, for me personally, I was dealing with like loss, um, whether that was going through a breakup with a boyfriend and then loss of loved ones. Um, those are things I cannot control in my life, but I could control food. So really I think just being aware especially if you are dealing with an eating disorder yourself or if you are helping someone recover, like you can't be mad at yourself or the person for it because it's really not like their fault. It's something else that has happened. Um, So I think having that kind of mindset and understanding about eating disorders is really important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that is definitely really important to know about this topic. And I think that You know, it's, as I said before, not really a topic that's talked about a lot. So I think it's really, again, important to kind of um, educate yourself on things like this. And especially because, um, like you said before, it's not always easy to tell if you're struggling with a specific disorder or illness. So um, it's really important to kind of know about these kind of signs and things like that. So, 
Yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up. And in this challenge that you faced in kind of um, struggling with this eating disorder, what would you say personally motivated you most to kind of fight and overcome this, um, basically this obstacle in your life? Yeah, that's um, another really great question. So I think what really motivated me the most was to get my life back. So during my eating disorder, um, I really isolated myself. I didn't have any close friends or I didn't have many close friends. Um, I didn't enjoy the normal things that people do in high school because I was like too consumed with my eating disorder. I didn't feel good. Like I was always freezing cold because I was way underweight. Um, I had gotten things taken away from me. Like I wasn't, I was a dancer and so I wasn't allowed to dance anymore during recovery. So just to get those normal parts of life back, to have relationships with other people, to be able to go out to dinner and like enjoy, um, just like spending time with other people and for food to be involved. And um, those were really big um, motivators for me. And then in addition, being able to go to college and pursue my degree in pharmacy, I definitely wouldn't have been able to do that either um, if I was so focused on just my eating disorder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, going through this experience, do you think that or, I mean, I guess we kind of touched on this before, but what would you say kind of was the biggest um, change in your perspective on the outside world or the biggest change in your mindset? Yeah, is that for me is just like you can't ever judge anyone because you be going through because um, sometimes like another misconception is like everyone with eating disorders are really skinny or like really underweight and that's not always true um, eating disorders come in all shapes and sizes so not to just like assume people um, if they like look a certain way that they may not be dealing with it um, because it's really more about how like what they're dealing with emotionally. So I think just trying to be open-minded and being, um, just not judging people too quickly or, um, always being like understanding and try to relate, um, to what others are going through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's definitely really important to be able to kind of understand different perspectives as a whole and just, um, kind of understand what other people are going through. I know it's not always easy to do that, but Um, definitely going through an experience like this can really help you see things in a different light. So absolutely. And um, I know you kind of mentioned that battling this eating disorder also kind of came hand in hand with anxiety. So can you kind of tell me a little bit more about your experience with anxiety or that sort of aspect of um, kind of the struggles that you were going through during that time? Yeah, so this played a big role into my recovery as well, Um, getting really like my anxiety under control because it was hard for me to like start eating more, but you have to like eat more um, to overcome an eating disorder and to be able to recover. So learning how to cope with like my anxiety um, really helped that. And um, I don't think it's always easy to do on your own. And 
um, being a pharmacist now, um, there are a lot of great medications that can help ease your anxiety and that's what they're for and not to be like embarrassed or afraid to say that like you take medication for it because that um was one step um that really helped me was starting on like anti-anxiety medication um that really helped get the chemical balance in my brain um to where it's normally supposed to be. Um, and that really helped ease me, um, when I was like trying to eat more and ultimately helped, um, with my recovery. And I think, um, just being open to that. I know a lot of people may be against like taking medication, but I think that helps in addition, being able to talk about what's causing your anxiety and like how you can prevent that. So if planning ahead, like for, um, a stressful event that you have coming up, um, not waiting to like the last minute to do things, um, and just really learning to like let go um, if things don't always work out um, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually really glad you brought that up because I think one really big challenge in struggling with any type of mental health issue is really just being too afraid or too embarrassed to kind of talk about it or bring it up or like you said before kind of get the help or treatment that you need and so I think that it definitely is something that we as a whole just kind of need to work on and just making an atmosphere where people are more comfortable with sharing their experiences and getting the help that they need Um, but yeah I mean I know that in overcoming these challenges Um, like you said, your perspective and your mindset kind of changed. And so when you were taking on any future obstacles or challenges, was there a different way you began to approach those in your life, um, you know, after going through everything that you went through? Yes, absolutely. Um, Going through recovery with like a therapist that gave me tools um, to recognize like my feelings and what can cause anxiety um, really provided me other ways. So as I mentioned earlier, it's kind of like planning ahead and knowing things that are not always going to go as planned. Um, So just learning to like let go of things if they don't work out. I think that's a huge thing because being very type A, I have anxiety around things like I want things to turn out a certain way and I work really hard for um, maybe a presentation or project to go well and then it doesn't end up turning out that way. Um, But let let that go, um, I think is really important. And then just recognizing your feelings when you do think you have anxiety about something. Um, Another um, outlet for anxiety, I think, is exercise. And that's really important to me. Um, And learning to exercise for myself to be healthy and strong, not necessarily to lose weight, because I know that kind of went hand in hand with my eating disorder previously. But Mm -hmm. now I'm in a place where I love fitness and I love working out and I do it um, because I feel strong and it really does help my mental health and my anxiety um, by causing like the positive endorphins in your brain. But I will just, you have to be careful because at a time exercise was not healthy for me and I did it for kind of the wrong reasons. So I think um, if you are like 
struggling with an eating disorder and doing like crazy amounts of cardio, sometimes exercise may not be the best thing for your anxiety. But I think once you're able to overcome that, and if you deal with more anxiety on your own um, and don't have an eating disorder, then I think physical activity is definitely something that helps me. Um, That was something I did a lot throughout pharmacy school when I knew I had exams and a lot of studying. I would always make time to take a break to work out because I always felt so much better afterwards. So um, I think something that could be uh, potentially a good tool for a lot of people um, that deal with anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely agree. I think that it really just depends on the reasons behind what you're doing. Um, especially if it's something that, you know, like you said, like exercise, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, then um, you should try to be aware of that. But when you kind of overcome that, like you said, um, you know, it becomes more of a positive thing than a negative thing. So absolutely. And now you're actually a pharmacist and you're working in this kind of health industry. And was it your experiences or kind of your struggles that inspired you to work in this field? Or was it more just something that you were passionate about as a whole when you were younger? Yeah. Um, so I'd say I've always had an interest in healthcare, um, but in undergrad of college, I did major in human nutrition. And I would say that my eating disorder definitely had like an influence on that. I've always been interested in nutrition. Um, and I think it's important to educate yourself on um, nutrition as well, even if you are overcoming an eating disorder, because you need to be aware of like what your body needs um, and not um, starve yourself from those things. Um, and then going more into pharmacy, it still is very much healthcare related, and you will see eating disorders throughout all um, <clears throat> journeys of people's lives. And I think it is a great area where I can still um, potentially reach people in healthcare um, through different outlets that may be struggling with similar things. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And um, kind of as a whole, do you think that, um, you know, this was kind of a path that you felt like you would take when you were younger or, Um, I know you said that you were interested in this kind of as a whole, but do you think that this is kind of what you saw yourself doing in the future? Um, When I was younger, probably not necessarily. I think as I probably college um, started getting a better idea just through like talking to other um, pharmacists and um, trying other things, but Now that I'm in it, I definitely love what I do. And especially working in oncology, it's um, very rewarding. So I think just kind of um, talking with people that are in similar paths that you may be interested in um, really could really helps you uh, like guide your career path. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And do you have any, you know, future plans or goals for yourself or for your career or just any aspect of your life? Yeah. Um, So as I mentioned earlier, I really love giving back to others and mentoring through um, like like a professional level and personally. Um, So with my eating disorder, I always 
like being able to share that with people because you never know who may be um, struggling with one and who you could potentially help. So I always um, have been interested in helping like mentor people who are going through eating disorders and help get provide them tools um, and just talk with them because I know how comforting it um, is when you're going through it. Um, and then just on more of the professional side, I do like mentoring people who have um, similar passions in the pharmaceutical industry because I had to work really hard um, to kind of establish my career path and where I am today. Um, and I didn't have many resources or mentors that helped me um, at my school. So I really like providing kind of that outlet, um, for other students who are interested in this path as well. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And yeah, I definitely wish you luck on all your future endeavors. It sounds like you're doing a lot already to give back to your community. So I think that's wonderful. And just to kind of end today's episode, I was wondering if you had any advice or any tips or just even messages in general for youth who are maybe battling anxiety or um, on their journey toward recovering from an eating disorder. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think first, just kind of as I mentioned, if you're struggling with an eating disorder yourself or anxiety or someone you know, like give yourself grace and don't be too hard on yourself. Both of these things are um, a mental illness and it's just like any other sickness or illness, like you obviously didn't choose to have it. Um, So just being kind to yourself. But if you do feel like you are struggling, it's not weak of you to like ask for help. It's actually makes you stronger. Um, So don't be afraid to ask for help. And when you are able to overcome these things, it's so worth like going through all the struggles and hard times for how um, just rewarding life can be after overcoming them. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that your story is absolutely so incredible and inspiring. And I just really appreciate you again for kind of being here and speaking with me and talking me through your journey. And just to kind of wrap up, do you have any platforms you'd like to shout out before we end? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You can follow me on Instagram. So my handle is just my name, Megan Larison, and um, connect with me on LinkedIn if you're interested in anything pharmacy related as well. Um, But don't hesitate to reach out if you'd love to talk um, more about any of these um, topics that we talked about today. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much. And also thank you again for speaking with me today. It was so wonderful being able to learn about your story. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me.